Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of 180 Degrees. I am your host, Zoe George, joined by my co-host, the wonderful, the fantastic, the intelligent Inga Stoffels. Now you see, with the intro like that, who would not want to work with the beautiful Zoe George? And oh who would goodness. not want to be smiling on a Monday evening? Mm-hmm. You make a Monday a fun day, really, Inga. Oh, it's fantastic. Who said Sundays can only be the fun days? Right? I want to have a talk with them. They need to listen to the show on a Monday. Speaking of Sundays, how was your weekend, Zoe? Oh, my goodness. It was really, really fun. I had... Man, I can't remember what I did on Saturday. Then but you know it was a good weekend. Yes. <laughs> but Sunday was so fun. I had a vegan dinner. Okay. Yeah. Are we trying new things? Or? We are. And we might actually try them a little bit more. Vegan dishes are quite surprisingly tasty. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What did you do this weekend? Oh, let me think about that. This weekend was, oh, this was the best weekend ever because it was the first weekend I actually had no plans. Oh. So I was at home, myself, my husband, our baby. We were like, we're just going to chill. Yeah. So Sunday morning, I don't know why, but I was up at seven. Oh. And threw the washing in. I hung three loads on the line. Wow. The house was clean. So by 11 o'clock, I was chilling. And yeah. for me, that was that was the best. Well, that actually sounds lovely. Like, it's nice to have some downtime where you can just be with yourself, reconnect with what you did in the week past. So that sounds really fun. No, definitely, definitely. That was, for me, that's an ideal weekend. I mean, I love going out and stuff, but just chilling with your family. So underrated. Amazing. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town. We just listened to Planet Shakers. I lift your name up. That was quite a fine tune. Mm, I actually saw you adding it to your playlist. Legit though. I can't <laughs> wait to play this, on, play this on the ride home. Oh my goodness. So as you guys heard by the ID, we are in the What's Down in Cape Town section of the show and we have three hidden gems once again followed up from last week that you might want to try if you find yourself in the Cape Town area. They're all pretty much food centered because Chocolates may be the key to all happiness, but, you know, the other foods will keep you pretty content as no, well. Definitely. <laughs> so the first one is called Dimples Dumpling House. Located in the famous Palmer Road in Musenberg, this dumpling house is said to house the most delicious dumplings, bao and ramen, and all of Musenberg at the very least, maybe at a larger area as well. You can get them boiled or pan-fried with a variety of options, including chicken, beef, pork, as well as some fillings made for our vegetarian and vegan friends. They also serve a variety of different foods like dim sum, shoe pie, gluten-free oak choy, and the list just goes on and on and on, and my mouth keeps watering just thinking about it. Mm. Hmm. If this is a little out of your distance and you cannot make it to Musenberg, you can find their second branch in Kenilworth. This restaurant opens from Tuesday to Saturday from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. And on Sundays, they open from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can find the Musenberg branch on 3 Palmer Road in Musenberg. Oh, I'm so glad. Something close to me. Yes. Oh, my goodness. If you go tag me, tell me how it is. I will. Yes. Actually, we can, I'll video call you. Yes. And we'll do a whole taste test in front of you. (laughs) That'd be fantastic. The next one is the Scone Shack. Now, this small building of sorts is made up entirely out of recycled windows and scraps of wood. It is truly a shack. (laughs) 
if you have ever seen one. <laughs> the owner, Carl Odendahl, has set up a lovely succulent nursery, as well as a bit of a farm. There are various wild, well, not wild, they're domesticated farm animals mm. that just roam the area. Mm-hmm. They wander and they make the shack very quaint. It's a must-see, really. It is truly a rustic experience. Anyone obsessed with cottage core would greatly appreciate it. Now, unfortunately, it is not open all week. You can only find the shack on Thursdays and Sundays, open from 9.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. It is found on the Lalapanzi Farm and Plateau Road in the Cape Point. I just want to confirm, is it only on a Thursday and a Sunday? Yeah. Or is it Thursday to Sunday? Thursday to Sunday. Oh, okay. Yes. Because I thought for a moment it was only on Thursdays and Sundays. And I was like, what about the rest of the days in between? <laughs> Now they were like, nah. But no, it's from Thursdays to Sunday, just oh. to clarify. Then the last one, but certainly not the least, is Sloppy Sam. Now at this point, the Sloppy Sam restaurant seems to be a part of Cape Town history. It first opened its doors in the 1930s, and this restaurant is for people who love Middle Eastern cuisine with a bias towards Greek, Turkish, and Persian cooking. Ooh, hmm, sounds good. So exotic. It does. We've been really exotic this week, from like Asian oh. cuisine to... Well, scones, which is European to middle. Something other than McDonald's. Ah, (laughs) McDonald's is still so good. (laughs) Everything is made from scratch and the flavor abounds in all of the foods, especially the lamb shank, which is a favorite of many who frequent this restaurant. Now, this restaurant is more of an evening vibe as it only opens from Tuesday to Saturday from 6 p.m., to 10 p.m. If you'd like to visit it, you can find it on 28 Hudson Road in Divatakant in Cape Town. Now, I'm living in Cape Town, and every week I just find out something new. Mm-hmm. That's why we're doing this Hidden Gems special. Oh, I'm also finding out new things. Like, ordinarily, when I set up the Groovy movie, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I've been there. I've wanted to go mm-hmm. there. But with this whole thing, I've never heard the of any of these places. What's down. 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m., Visit our website now, www.imymovements.co.za. Now we are heading over into one of the most exciting portions of the show. Legit. The interview hmm. with the beautiful, the wonderful Caitlin Prinsloo. So stay with us. We'll be chatting to Caitlin in a few seconds. Matthias 6, verse 26. Kijk naar die wilde voels, hulle saai nie en hulle oes nie, en hulle maak nie en skere by mekaar nie. Jylle jimmelse vader sorg vir hulle. Is jylle nie baie meer waard as hulle nie? 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. You are tuned in to 180 Degrees. As you just heard, it is 21 past 7, and we're going to be with you guys up until 8 o'clock. But for some time, we have a fantastic <laughs> guest, you guys. If you saw our Facebook ad on our Facebook page, 729AM, you'd know that we have Caitlin Princeley, also known <laughs> as Artsy Slothy. She's here joining us in studio. She's a young artist, a Cape Tonian. She specializes in murals and artwork on a commission basis, and she's going to talk to us about her journey as an artist and I for one cannot wait. Mm. Good evening, Caitlin. Hi. How are you doing today? I am so good. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me on the show. Honestly, the pleasure is all ours. I feel like it's going to be a fun one. Mm-hmm. So I'd just like to ask you, where does the name Artsy Slothy come from? So as many of you guys know, you see a sloth on my logo. <laughs> so I love sloths. Like 
they are, I find them so fascinating. Yeah. And like the way they like move around and it's like so slow and oh, I just love it so much. Mm-hmm. And they're so adorable as well. Very true. <laughs> so adorable. Uh. And then um, Artsy basically stems from my passion for art. Yes. So then I combine the two into Artsy Slothy. Yes. <laughs> love it. Love mm. that. I'm sure you loved Ice Age with Sid. Yes. Your favorite character. Sid yes. is your favorite. <laughs> he was such a mood throughout the movie. All the franchise, I loved mm, him. Definitely. I feel like he was the star. Mm. Did you so? Yeah. So, Caitlin, how long have you been in the arts world? So, um, ever since I was four years old, I was wow. always passionate about art. Like, you know, putting the paints in, like, you know, different paint things and just, just feeling it was so nice. And yeah. then um, I started excelling in high school um, as I went to Peter Clark Art Center in Newlands. And then only recently I opened the Facebook account that yes. went so viral. I'm yes. so scared about that. Like, it was <laughs> so overwhelming for so me. So we are actually here with a celeb today, yeah. right? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it went over 800 shares. Wow. So it's, and it was like, it happened so quickly and yeah. I was just like, Oh my mm. word, what's happening now? <laughs> yeah. So and, yeah. yeah. And then, um, also, I started, um, doing online, going on social media in 2019. So mm. it was just recently, so, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So since we're talking to a bit of an overnight celebrity, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to ask if you can tell us a little bit more about who Caitlin Princeley is, who Artsy Slothy is. We want to know all the deets. <laughs> <laughs> So at the moment, um, I'm not studying. Yes. I'm a tattoo apprentice at a place in Woodstock called Monarch Tattoo Co. Oh, I've heard of them. Yeah. They're really nice. They're so cool. Um, it's also a female-based um, Oh, yes. Shop. We so love that. We love that. Here on all the tattoo degrees. artists are female, so it's so nice. Mm. Um, and... Yeah, basically that. And then I also do murals and commissions on the sideline. Um, and yeah, chill, relax, you know, be a sloth. <laughs> well, love that yeah. advice out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Caitlin, what are some of your visions and goals for 2022? You know, you didn't expect to go viral overnight. No, I did so not. <laughs> you obviously had goals, but now it might have been shifted a bit. But what are some of your visions and goals? Can you share with us for this year? So, um, as mentioned, I am a tattoo apprentice, so I want to excel into becoming a tattoo artist one day. Mm. Um, I also want my mural and commission business to grow, now that, like, 800 Mm. shares, you know, on Facebook. (laughs) And um, also excel in different art forms. Like, I'm always interested in learning new things in art. Um, And, yeah, and then also open myself, as mentioned, in different forms of art. Mm. Also, grow a community online because I know that there are very talented artists out there and like just collaborating with them yes. can like grow that kind of artistic world that mm-hmm. we we need. Um, and also not only expressing um, my art to like future clients, yeah. but also expressing it through teaching as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, Ooh. yeah, so basically after Matrika, I took a gap year yeah. and then I was then a teacher's assistant at Peter Clark Art Center, hmm. and there was times where I like, you know, speak with the kids and yeah. get inspired by them. Yeah. And yeah, so it's it's nice to share art mm. 
through people, especially mm-hmm. kids. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Sure. That's beautiful. That's <laughs> beautiful. True. Like you, you have a well-rounded vision for this year. It's not just one thing. It's quite a few things mm-hmm. where you will be helping people as well. Yeah. I just feel like your interests are so varied. Like, <laughs> and it's a good thing. Yes. Like you love various different art mediums, whether mm. it be walls and form of murals or yeah. skin because you're a tattoo artist. <laughs> so I just like to ask, just like casually, which was your favorite medium? Painting. Yes. Because I was also yeah. thinking like painting murals and like tattooing is different, different but not really. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Like I actually started with Drawing. Yes. Um, so I chose drawing as a subject in high school. And then as time progressed, I actually opened myself to painting. Yeah. And oh my word, I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's very therapeutic. Yes. yes. Painting is therapeutic. Drawing is, is also a form of expressing yourself. But I think I like painting more mm. because, you know, every brush stroke, it's there. Yes. And you can't take it away, you mm. know. So, yeah. You know, no, yeah. I... I'm in a different art medium, <laughs> but I have like when I was in high school as well. Mm. Even I even remember the smell of my primary school's art room. Yeah, wow. like yeah. I yes. remember that smell, and I used to love art. And I think my favorite was the charcoal drawings. Like I like to oh, do yeah? charcoal drawings. Nice. And then when I would start with paint, then I would be like, okay. And like you said, once you paint and you make a mistake, you have to improvise. Mm. You yes. have to mm-hmm. work with it. And I think that's the one thing in within the the artist world mm. is improvisation. Whether it's acting, whether it's radio, whether it's art, you're always gonna have to be ready to just improvise. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Take yeah. risks, you know. Yes, and yeah. I absolutely <laughs> love that. Mm. So I would just like to ask, you know, you've mentioned so many things and um, things that you would like to do and things that you do. So we read online that you aren't a full-time artist. And if we may ask, what do you do full-time and who is Caitlin Prinsloo? <laughs> so basically, as mentioned, um tattoo apprentice. So I work there from Wednesdays to Sundays. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that's basically my job in a way. Yeah. Mm. But it's, it's so much fun, honestly. Um, so what usually will happen is they will give us tasks. Yeah. We have this thing called practice skin. So it's yeah. like a, a silicone kind of thing. Okay, and so it's not actually, real skin. No, 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 no. <laughs> if it was real skin, then we would have a I lot of questions. Worry. Yeah. <laughs> but I did tattoo on myself. Mm. So that How was, was painful. That? How was that? Mm. Yeah. Very painful. Mm. Very painful. But it was and an experience. Yes, yeah. yes. I, I just want to, on that, I want to ask. Did it come out the way you expected it or the way you planned for it to come out Mm. or? No, (laughs) actually not. (laughs) Better or worse? Um, Actually, it was fine. Like, Mm. if you look at it like closely, I went in too deep. So it's called a blowout when you go in too deep. So I went in too deep because I didn't realize how deep I was going. But afterwards, I just went over it with a... A thicker, we call it a round liner, which is like a mm. ne- the needle that you use. Yes. So I just went around it and now it was fine. But still, it's so painful. Yo. <laughs> yeah. How did you get into tattooing? Because like I mentioned before, it's so different from mm. your artwork and painting. Yeah. I was actually um, blessed with the opportunity um, when I was doing my first mural for someone. Yeah. Uh, he had connection with Monarch and he said, I was talking to him about like, I'm actually interested in tattooing because, you know, when you always doodle on your hand, like yeah. I, I was the child in class. It's so quiet. <laughs> yeah. And just doodle on my they hand. always had tattoos. Because you know? mm. 
Actually, just sorry to break your word. I went to a one-year-old party now the other day, and this baby's cousin was there, and he had, like, this drawing on his hand, and he's like, look at my tattoo. So now that you're talking about that, I know exactly what you're talking about. You are that child. You are just that child. Yes, (laughs) definitely. And um, so that happened, and then... Then I got the opportunity and then I obviously sent through my CV and everything. And then I got the job. So it was like, yeah. oh my word, things are happening so quickly. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really amazing. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So I'd like to ask, I know you've only been doing this since 2019, mm. but the COVID-19 lockdowns have affected everyone's way of life mm-hmm. very intensely. I imagine you had perhaps been doing this for about a year before mm. you went into it. So in what ways were you affected by the lockdowns and just suddenly finding yourself in, you know, in the beginning of your journey and now you can't leave the house for three mm. weeks. Yeah. I was going to say, didn't we start the mm. 21 days? Yeah, we just started. That's not where we ended. Oh. So what happened actually is that I was a metric, in metric in yes. 2020. Mm. And... It was obviously the year that I didn't expect, you know, mm-hmm. how you always hyped up to go yeah. in matric and then, you know, experience the, do- the derbies and mm-hmm. things like mm-hmm. that, matric ball. Yeah. And yeah, I'm sitting at home for five months. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really difficult, but in a sense, it was a blessing because I had time to reflect on myself. Yes. And I think that was most important, especially now that I was in matric. Mm. Um. Basically, with metric, it's basically revision, but we did get online classes. Didn't fully adapt to it because obviously it's much different. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was actually very relaxing for me. It was mm. very peaceful because yeah. I was in my space. I was in my room. Yeah. Mm. I actually have a mural in my room as yeah. well, inspired by Van Gogh. I imagine you yeah. also had the opportunity to even create more art mm-hmm. with yes. all this new free time and perhaps even... And being in your space, yeah, yeah. Exactly, you could really hone your skill. Yeah, so basically that was it. And um, I also expressed my feelings and emotions through my art. Yes. And I actually was... Um, I wrote a journal. Ooh. So I recorded everything that happened throughout the year. Like, you remember the fire... On Table Mountain, yes, yes, that was recorded. Okay. Lockdown, before lockdown, after lockdown. Mm. Yeah. So mm. now that I read through it again, it's like, oh my word, I remember that. I relate to that. Yeah, so it was kind of in a way uplifting for me. Mm. Yes, sure, that's absolutely amazing, and. You know, a lot of people, the one thing you can't get back is time. So true. Mm. So it was good that we actually had, you actually had time to sit and think. Because yes, you know, everyone wants that metric experience. Yeah. Everyone mm. wants that. I want to do into schools. I want to do mm. this. I want to do that. Planning your dress, planning everything. Yeah. And now just having the time to actually think what is my next step after metric because it's such a big decision. Mm, and is. I wanted to ask as an artist because, you know, us that aren't, you know, artists. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Everyone's an artist. <laughs> Just you, Zoe. I mean, like, in terms of drawing and I'm painting. feeling very singled mm, out right because, now. <laughs> because I myself, like, I cannot paint to save my life. Mm. But I just want to ask, like, 
is it true because you know on TV they always say there's this um you get these blocks like you you mm. maybe don't oh, paint yes. or you don't write or you have like yeah. I don't know what it's called the creative Writer's block, block or the creative something block. Block. There we go. Yeah. so have you ever experienced that like for example you know only being able to be in your room or at home have mm. you experienced any block or did it flow literally every time I do an artwork I always have an artist block like mm. a creative block mm. because you have a canvas yes. and you literally don't know what to do with it, yes. mm-hmm. you know? And you're like, okay, what must I do now? Then you check on Pinterest <laughs> and you're like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. You know? Mm. But um, for me, once I actually start with it, I find like, okay, I can add this in, I can add that yeah. in. Mm. And um, that's how I basically create artworks. But every artist have a creative block because you yes. don't know what the mm-hmm. outcome is. You only know the journey, the process, mm. just like life. Yeah. So true. Oh, so deep. You need your own quotes. Do you have Twitter? <laughs> I was going to say, because you need to tweet these things. Yeah. Like, um, because I am not an artist, mm-hmm. like in terms of painting and stuff, but I know how difficult it is to, you know, write that play or mm-hmm. at least start. Mm-hmm. So like you said, with a blank canvas, you have it there, but where do I start? What do I start with? Like, there were yeah. so many times where I told myself, I'm going to buy me brushes, I'm going to buy me paint, because on TV they make it look so quiet to be honest. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wear that big shirt. Mm-hmm. And I'm going <laughs> to have that big thing with all the art stuff on well, it. So the palette yeah. yes. And I'm going to do my art, but yo, uh-uh. I wouldn't know where to start. I wouldn't know where to mm-hmm. begin. I can't even do a flower. <laughs> you find inspiration everywhere, literally. Mm-hmm. That That's how I view um, artists, like, creative way in life yeah um you're always inspired by something so true and what would you say was your biggest inspiration like where your best work came from actually it was in grade 11 we were doing um your reflection of the holocaust center um yeah very deep (laughs) yeah very deep (laughs) escalated like to the top now (laughs) um so what happened was um i was going to the holocaust and we had to create, this was our practical, we had to create an artwork in the reflection of your walkthrough through the Holocaust Museum. You know the one in town? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I was very hesitant to think about it even. But I was thinking, you know, what about the opposing side? Like what happened to the Nazis? What happened to the officers? Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. And you're always hearing about the victims, which I do understand and you know, it's, it's it's really hard to go through that. Mm. But also being oppressed in a way that you have to now do these horrible things to people under the oppression of like, you know. Yes. Yeah. And um, I also did some research and I was really surprised because I didn't hear anything from the Nazis, like anything good, you know. Mm. And also like, are they, are they still surviving? Like, are they still alive? Mm. What happened to them? Most of them committed suicide. Sure. Most of them went to prison. Mm. But you don't hear the actual personal relationship that they had at that time. And um, so I was thinking, you know, like, if I was in that situation, I would have suffered, like, from probably PTSD or yes. something mm. like that. So that's where my message came from. And then I used my grand's old, like, gate. And then I put it together into actually a canvas kind of way, like a base, a foundation. Mm, yes, and then sure. there was a lot of like old things in my grandpa's garage. And then I put all the papers together to create like a surface. Mm. 
and then I'm create like the background and everything. And then the focal point is actually a officer who is crying. It's an officer, like, um, I think it's called Aryan Race. Yes. Yeah. Where they're like blue the eyes. The blue eyes and blonde. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So he was there, but he was crying. And it also related to how men doesn't show emotions. Yeah. And I think showing that emotion kind of, whoa, you know? Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, that's, that was the beginning in a way that's what i was inspired by mm. and then i actually won second prize for that oh, wow. oh yeah well, congratulations Thank and you. Will, we, will we get to see this on your social media actually just give us your social media handles will we get to see your work on there yes so mm. um i do upload obviously <laughs> recently um but it is on there um my handle is artislothy Mm. Um, RT underscore Slothy on Instagram. Yes. And then if you want to know more about my tattooing, it's Inky underscore Slothy. Yes. And, and obviously on Facebook, Caitlin Prince Lou. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook yeah. always coming yes, there. Mm-hmm. Always. And then also recently I uploaded something on TikTok as well. Mm. Also oh, on TikTok. Ooh, TikTok is yep. a very good medium. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. So I'd just like to ask, um, how any so anyone reaching who wants to reach out to you can just go to these handles that yes. Slothy is spelled S L O T H E E. Yes. And that's the mistake I made. Not yes. a Y, double E. Yes. <laughs> so I just have one final question as we round up. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice for anyone listening out there who is considering a career in art mm. and they're may maybe thinking, oh, you know. How can I do this? You know, where do I start? Where do I start? Is this is this for me? Mm. Anyone in your shoes, I or who you were, whose shoes you were in about yeah. a year ago, two years ago? To me, I start with your passion. Yes. You know, you gotta love what you want to do, mm. and once you form that kind of passion, like you can see yourself doing it, you thrive in it. So mm. true. You know, and. Um, also, any small opportunities that you get, like me mm. being on the station here. So, so exciting. <laughs> um, you have to grasp it with both hands. Mm. And because these things don't come easily, so true. some people work for it. So you have to just take that opportunity. Yes. Um, start with the canvas, watercolor, you mm. know, try it out. Mm. Don't be afraid like, oh, I'm not going to be like her. I'm not going to be like mm. him. Mm. You be yourself. And so I think true. that's most important. And also... I want to just say a quote by Van Gogh. You need Mm. to tweet. (laughs) Oh, by Van Gogh. (laughs) Um, Great things are not done by an impulse, but by a series of small things put together. Wow. And I think that's the journey through an artistic world is just to grasp every small detail in life Mm. and just put it out there. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Well said. And that was Caitlin Princeview, Artsy Slothy, Inky Slothy. It was so fantastic having you on air. Thank you for gracing us with your mm, presence. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. We Honest. enjoy chatting to you, and we hope to see you back soon again when mm-hmm. you are a famous tattoo artist. Yeah. <laughs> that you will One not day. forget us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, absolutely. It was so nice having you on with us tonight. Thank, thank you so you. much, Caitlin. That was beautiful. I thoroughly enjoyed that. I love talking to young people who are passionate about their craft, mm. you know? And I think the thing that they always mention is passion. So true. That it's important to have passion. Mm -hmm. And oh, that was absolutely amazing. Indeed.
Bible quiz section of the show but before that we listen to a song called Remain in Him by All Sons and Daughters oh you will remain what is happening Zoe? it's me I'm hot spotting you my, <laughs> my ability to, to do that song, you will remain and thank you for remaining on the station and listening to us so tonight's mystery Bible quiz goes a little something like this whose wife was turned into a pillar of salt when she looked back. Hmm. There are a lot of married men in the Bible, and mm-hmm. there are a lot of men in the Bible with many wives. So you all oh, have, wow. have a lot of options to choose from. <laughs> so I don't want to give anything away because there are a lot of people in the Bible. And this could be anyone. So you can SMS your answer to 081-729-1657. That's 081-729-1657. Follow us on Facebook today. I am radio. We asked you a question. So the question was, whose wife was turned to a turned into a pillar of salt when she looked back? The answer can be found in Genesis 19 verse 26, and that is Lot. Hmm. It is Lot's wife. Yes, I guess you can say she had a lot of Don't. saltiness. Oh, 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 oh okay. <laughs> Speaking of salt, let's go into the happy health tip. Health tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. Indeed, chocolates are the true source of happiness. And I would never say anything else besides that. Mm-hmm. So, with people washing their hands more than they have ever done before, many of us will experience symptoms of dermatitis infesting, in manifesting in dry, chapped, itchy and swollen skin on our hands. And it can be very painful, mm. but however, following some basic and practical advice can go a long way to ensure that we are able to keep our hands clean and in line with national guidance while also maintaining good hand health. So last week we focused on feet because mm-hmm. we don't give our feet enough credit. True. So last week we touched on happy, healthy feet. Today we'll touch on healthy hands. Number one, always wet your hands before applying soap. Hmm. I don't know about you, but it will feel really weird if my hands aren't wet and I'm applying soap. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. So always wet your hands before applying soap. Number two, Wash hands regularly with soap, paying attention to areas between the fingers and around the nails for 20 seconds. Hmm. It's like then, singing happy birthday, right? I think so. Do you want to try? Go, go for it. You can uh, sing. <laughs> no, I can't sing on air. <laughs> so you can rinse and dry thoroughly because I know sometimes we do it very quickly and then it still stays wet like between our fingers. Mm. Number three, apply moisturizers after drying your hands. These should be fragrance free and use a greasier moisturizer at bedtime under cotton gloves or socks if hands are particularly chapped. So this is specifically for if, if your hands are chapped. So you don't need to go sleep with gloves every night. 
It's only if you are experiencing something that needs to be healed. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, avoid any wet work if your skin is very dry or splitting. So, if your skin is dry and like between your fingers are busy splitting, you actually have an excuse not to wash dishes. Wow. Let me see if that works on my mom. Oh, I was, you know, as I was doing this, I was thinking of your mom. <laughs> and I was thinking, Zoe, I'm giving you some tips here. Yes. <laughs> She's looking out for me, you guys. Number five. I feel like your mother will shout at you for number five. <laughs> Try to wear gloves for household chores. Mm, no, no. She's she's not about those glove lights. I've tried. in our house. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one, number six. Avoid unnecessary tasks that add stress to the hands. Example, the use of bleach. Painting and decorating. Oh, I think like using industrial paint and stuff, like painting and decorating, gardening and car washing, etc. So for all of all of you that are trying to get out of chores, don't use me. This is only (laughs) if your hands are going through something at this moment. (laughs) (laughs) And those are the happy hand health tips for tonight. Wow, I really like them. I can see myself using most of these or actually already doing some of them. Mm, because As excuses? Or? Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. Always. I'm being healthy, mom, if you're listening. Love it. Love it. And just like that, we've come to the end of another hour of 180 degrees. Yeah, it was a fun one. The interview was oh. especially interesting. This was just a good show. I'm mm. glad. You guys should stay tuned for the next youth show that's going to play afterwards. No, definitely. I'm feeling extra sloppy. Mm. So mm. don't forget to follow those pages of Caitlin Prinsloo. Facebook, Caitlin Prinsloo. Instagram at artsy underscore sloppy. And the tattoo one at inky underscore sloppy. And that's sloppy with a double E and not a Y. Yes. Remember that, folks. This has been 180 Degrees. Signing, Signing out. out.